of all time, Boxing TV melds the past greats with today's promising young stars. Boxing TV is the free, go-to destination for everything boxing, including classic bouts, live events, and news and information. Boxing TV is available on local now, Distro TV, Sports.TV, Select TV, and www.watchboxing.tv. Follow Abrams Boxing on social media at Abrams Boxing on Twitter, Abrams Boxing on YouTube, and at Mark Abrams Boxing on Good uh, week, everyone. I'm Mark Abrams here, episode 8, the Abrams Boxing Show. We have a big week uh, on pay-per-view. So uh, this week we'll be joined by, sorry, we got a little technical issues going on here. We'll be joined by Jose Valenzuela, who takes on Israel Corrales, as well as Miguel Flores, on the aforementioned Ruiz Ortiz pay-per-view so let's get right down to the news and reviews of some of the fights. Last Saturday night in Tulsa, Oklahoma, on ESPN, a very solid title fight, but super late fight. Jose Pedraza and Richard Kame battled to a 10-round draw. Scores were 97-93 for Pedraza, 96-94 for Kame, and 95-95. It was a very good fight. Uh, it was... A fight that maybe uh, Jose Pedraza, had he won, or is he still may, may get in the Tiafimo Lopez sweepstakes for December 10th. Uh, it was a very good fight. Comey jumped out to lead. Pedraza was uh, terrific towards the end, and the fight ended in a draw. Former cruise, Cruiserweight champion Marat Gassiev went to 29-1 with 22 knockouts, as he has now finally made his heavyweight uh, debut as he took out 42-year-old Carl Baus Welch, 21-3-1 in the first round of a fight in Serbia. Also, uh, that's really it for last week. So really not much went on this week. We have a, a big thing, a big lineup of fights going on. A lot of world title fights. Uh, Wednesday, WBC strawweight champion Nakhon Ratchisma, 38-1 with 23 knockouts, defends his title against uh, substitution Norhito Tanaka, 28 with 10 knockouts. That would take place in Thailand. Uh, Saturday on the zone, WBC uh, franchise super flyweight champion Juan Francisco Estrada defends against uh, RG Cortez. Estrada, 42 and 3 with 28 knockouts. Cortez, 23 and 2 with 10 knockouts. That, place will, that fight will take place in Hermosillo, Mexico. Also on the uh, undercard, there'll be some, some world title action. It's WPA. Female featherweight champion Erica Cruz, 14-1 with three knockouts, takes on former world champion Jelena Marjanovic, 41-11-2 with 19 knockouts. Also, there will be a clash for the IBF light flyweight championship between Hector Flores, 20-0-4, 10 knockouts, takes on Sevendethai Nansinga of uh, Thailand, 10-0, nine knockouts. Also, be super featherweight uh Fight on the car between Rocky Hernandez, Eduardo Rocky Hernandez, 32 and 1 with 29 big knockouts, taking on unbeaten Jorge Mata, 14 0 and 2 with 10 knockouts. Uh, Sky Sports, for those uh, people in the UK, will have Liam Smith, 31 3 and 1, 18 knockouts, the former world champion, take on Hassan Makwenko, 20 and 2, 14 knockouts. That will take place in Smith's hometown of Liverpool, England. Sunday, a big pay per view. Uh, a- 
extravaganza heavyweights from the Crypto.com arena. Andy Ruiz, the former uh, heavyweight champion of the world, 34-2 and two with 22 knockouts, can take on Luis Ortiz, 33-2 and two with 28 knockouts. Again, from the Crypto.com arena in L.A. Um, unless Ortiz looks really old in this fight, I like him a little bit in the fight. We'll see what happens. I'm going to take a shot with uh, King Kong Ortiz. Also, the co-feature, Isaac Cruz, 23-2-1, 16 knockouts. Takes on Eduardo Ramirez, 27-2-3, 12 knockouts. That's be a good fight, good action fight. Uh, that will be a WBC lightweight elimination bout. Also, three-division champion Abner Morris um, would take his uh, his first action in, in about four years as he takes on Miguel Flores, 24-4, 12 knockouts. Uh, should be an interesting fight to see how Morris looks. Uh, I had a chance to talk to Miguel Flores earlier this week, and uh, this is this is how um, this is how uh, me and Miguel Flores got along. Talk about this big fight with Abner Morris. Uh, now join now join me on the line is Miguel Flores, who takes on Abner Morris on Sunday, September fourth, as part of the big Andy Ruiz uh, Luis Ortiz pay per view in Los Angeles, live on Fox pay per view. Miguel, what's happening? Hey man, how's it going? Excited, ready to go, ready for it to be September fourth. Yeah, right, ready to go. Uh, I'm, I'm going to start with a quick question. You've been off about 15 months, which you know probably for you is a long time. Uh, what, do, what what's been going on for the last year and change? Uh, nothing much. It's not that we chose to be out for for 15 months. You know, it's mainly promoters, and you know, it takes time setting up fights. This fight with Morris has been talked about for about over a year, and it was just a matter of time of when Morris was ready to make a comeback, I guess. But uh, we've been training. I mean, we've been in gym. We have sometimes sparring sessions that you know that are rougher than fights. So obviously, I'm I'm ready. I'm excited. I'm ready for the opportunity. Well, I mentioned the only reason I mentioned that first. Fifteen months is nothing compared to to about uh, almost uh, four and a half <laughs> exactly. years for Abner Morris. Uh, what, what what do you make of it? I mean, obviously, I, I know you're going to say, and you probably are preparing for the Abner Morris who was winning world championships in in many weight divisions. Uh, what do you expect out of him, a guy who's been off four plus years? Well, you know, obviously, we are expecting the best version of uh, Abner Morris. You know, we're not looking looking at his losses; we're looking at the, the nights that he looked the best. But at the same time, we also know that four years, you know, it's a long time. So it's not the same, you know, saying, "Oh, I'm ready," and actually getting in there and putting on some eight ounce gloves and getting hit by that. So, you know, we're we're ready for that. And I think, you know, at the end of the day, I think his timing will be off and we'll be able to capitalize on all of that. But also I have to follow my strategy and, and stick with the game plan. Well, and that leads me into my next question. I mean, I'm not going to ask you what your game plan is, but how important is it for you to maybe, uh, quote, welcome him back to professional boxing in, in, uh, in a way where, you know, he, he realizes, you know what? Maybe the commentating job is more suited for him now at this stage of his life. Well, that that that's going to get started from round one, you know, kind of uh, for us to dictate dictate the pace and not let him get momentum, not not letting him get in his in his groove. You know, basically us have the momentum, us fight when we want to fight, box him when we want to box him, and from round one, let him know that he should have stuck to to the commentating on Showtime. Um. This, obviously, a win over Morris uh, would, would be a huge feather in your cap. I mean, how much 
uh, of maybe coming up short, especially the Santa Cruz fight, where, where you fought well at certain points in that fight. You, I know one scorecard was, I think, 115, 112. Uh, how, how much did those fights, you know, some, even some of the setbacks, other setbacks, help prepare you and maybe help you get over the hump this time? Yeah, well, all the, all those are learning experiences, you know, more than more than losses. Obviously, the Leo fight, the other fights, they they prepare you for for more bigger moments like this. And I know I can, like you said, in the Leo fight, you know, I had good good moments and stuff. So I know I'm I'm at this level, and I know I can compete in it. And obviously, you know, we're not we're not looking past Marius. We're focused fully on him. They've asked me what names or whatever. I, I'm a, I don't care, but I know if I beat him, more money comes. So that's what really matters, beating him so I can get more money. Uh, a win does what? I mean, uh, in terms of does it, does it put you right in the mix? Uh, I believe this fight's at 130 pounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, yeah, a win against a big name like that. I know he's been out for four years, but still, his name still holds value in the, in the boxing world, you know, as a former champion. But um Obviously, like I said, I don't want to look past him. I'm fully focused on him. And I just know beating a big name like that, uh, you know, is going to bring more money. And that's all I'm worried about, you know, obviously making making the best, getting the best opportunities I can after this fight. And, yes, I'm hoping it does, you know, after we do beat him, it does put us back in a, in a line for, for a world title. And fighting on a big uh, pay-per-view card like this, uh... You know, you got uh, the former heavyweight champ of the world, Ruiz, taking on uh, Luis Ortiz. And so Sunday night, uh, Labor Day weekend, you know, pretty much the only game in town. Uh, so a lot of eyeballs be focused on you. Yes, exactly. I mean, all that's motivation. Just being on, imagine Andrew Ruiz, the first uh, Mexican heavyweight champion. And you got a card full of, full of uh, talent. You know, Pitbull Cruz, exciting fighter. He's fighting one of the guys I fought before. Ramirez, which he's no, you know, he's no slouch. You got a uh, Rayo Valenzuela fighting a veteran as well. You got me and Morris. So from down to, to top, you know, the card is stacked with, with talent. Even the other fights, you know, they're, they're all going to be great fights. And like you say, it's a Sunday. So Sundays usually play out for great fights. So that's what we're planning on giving the, the audience, but obviously doing it in a smart way and doing it our way. And, and you, you mentioned something. You mentioned Ruiz. You mentioned Cruz, uh, Valenzuela, some of the other guys. All Mexican or Mexican Americans, uh, just like uh, Miguel Flores. Uh, what's that mean? You'd be fighting alongside, uh, you know, uh, some of the great Mexican and Mexican American fighters. You know, it's obviously, you know, it, I don't want to say pressure, but you know, you want to show out as the, you know, the the best fighting Mexican on that card. So that's what I'm planning on doing, coming out of there clean and just, you know, with skills, you know, proving that, you know, I'm up there with those guys, you know, and it's just, it's just, you know, I'm blessed to be with the opportunity and, uh, but it's a no miss it card, you know, obviously it's a pay-per-view, but it's going to be worth it. It's going to get your money's worth it. <laughs> what do you want to say to the fans in closing before we see you Sunday night, September 4th, taking on the former champion Abner Maris uh, live on Fox pay-per-view. Oh, no, just for them to tune in. Like I said, it's, you know, I could say this, this, and that, but just tune in so you guys can see a great show, a great night of boxing. A lot of people say boxing is dying, but I'm like, man, y'all are crazy. You know, we're going to put up a show, and people are going to talk about this card for for many years to come. We'll be watching. We wish you best luck, and we'll talk to you along the way. Thank you very much, Miguel Flores, for a couple minutes. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Should be an interesting fight with Miguel Flores taking on Abner Maris in a he mentioned Rio Valenzuela, Jose Valenzuela, one of the terrific up-and-coming prospects, turn contender now, 12-08 knockout, take on the former world champion Jezreel Corrales. And, again, I had a chance to 
speak with uh, Jose Valenzuela earlier this week, and uh, this is how uh, the uh, up-and-coming star uh, sounded. Now joining me on the line is lightweight contender Jose Valenzuela, who on Saturday night, uh, September 4th at the Crypto.com Arena in Los Angeles, takes on former world champion Jezreel Corrales. Jose, what's happening? What's up, man? Uh, thank you for the invitation on your show. Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, well, uh, we're taping this uh, about, about 10 days out. Probably uh, people start seeing this interview maybe fight week, four or five days before the fight. How are we feeling tonight? Um, I'm feeling good. I just got done training. Weight's coming off good. Um, done with uh, all the heavy, all the heavy work. Now just you know focusing on the weight. Second straight former world champion, and uh, now uh, Francisco uh, Vargas in your last bout. Now Jezreel Corrales. Uh, uh, what does uh, Corrales bring to the table uh, for um, s- September fourth? Five on Fox Sports pay per view. Uh, you know he brings experience. Uh. He's he's a he's a former champion. He's uh he's ranked number two in the WBA, I believe. And uh, he you know he's a tricky fighter. So I think these are the kind of fights that I need uh, to keep proving myself and proving to the fans uh uh what I'm capable of. I guess uh, you first kind of started getting on people's radars maybe three four fights ago uh, when you I believe you fought the first battle of the night uh, during one of the I guess it was the Pacquiao Ugas fight. I remember watching that fight. Uh, he took apart Strayhorn in front of a, a, just a very few people in the arena that night. It was a very impressive performance. Um, you, how far do you think you've come? Maybe you know in those last maybe three, four fights. Oh, um, I think I've come a long way. Um, you know, I've been learning a lot. I've been, uh, uh, I've been just you know uh, listening to my uh, my corner. You know, uh, c- kind of just studying the game a little bit more. Uh, um, Really, the experience that I've been gaining in these last few fights have been helping me a lot. Being around, you know, David and training around all these, all these um, high caliber fighters, uh, having great sparring sessions as well. Uh, all of that, I think, uh, is coming together. Hey, David Benavides, uh, you're, you're mentioning uh, Vargas. You know, I guess in most people' opinions, maybe a little bit closer to the end than say Corrales is. Maybe Corrales. Is considered a little bit more of a fresher opponent for you. Is is that something that that you would agree with? Um. Oh uh, yeah, I think so. Um, I don't think it had. Um, I don't think me knocking Bandido really had a uh, Bandido really had so much to do with that because um he had just went out uh all rounds with Pitbull Cruz um I believe nine months nine months before me so. Uh, I think you know the, the the right placement shots, the the power and all that um, had a lot to do with it. And and this is a different type of opponent where Vargas was more of a you know let's get it on and and, and you know brawl kind of guy. Corral's a real tricky guy. Uh, yeah, he's tricky. He's lefty, um, you know, and he likes to move a lot. Uh, so so obviously in the last couple of fights you've kind of you know getting a lot of people's radars. You've been now mentioning. <coughs> excuse me for big fights uh how far away are you think you i know you, you kind of I, I think you kind of maybe made some comments you feel you're ready for a guy like tank davis now or within the next couple fights is, is, is that a, would that be an accurate statement um yeah i think so um to um me beating um corrales um i think i'm um it gives me more leverage to to ask for fighters like tank 
And you're in a, obviously a great uh, division, the lightweight division. With- or if I can't get in there with Tank, um, um, I think I'll, I would love a fight with Pitbull Cruz as well. Isaac Cruz. And uh, it's almost like uh, on the PBC side, you and maybe Michelle Rivera, you guys are kind of jockeying back and forth to see who that the next young guy up w- w- would be. Do uh, you feel that? Uh, you know, you're almost competing against him, even though you're not fighting against uh, him. I don't. I don't think so. Um, okay. I think I'm on a whole different level than him. I, I don't even uh, see him as competition. <laughs> um, he, he's a good fighter. He's a good fighter, but uh, he has no special effects. You know, um, he has his jab. He has his two. Um, I would say he's rangy, but I'm I'm actually bigger than him. Um, you know, I, I have a lot of uh, attributes I bring to this. You know, I'm also a great body puncher. Um, I don't really see him working with the body. Um, I would love a fight with him, too, so I can just, you know, uh, clear the air. But, um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, the, there's great fights. You know, at the end of the day, that's a great fight uh, for the fans. And, and, like, you know, Davis and some of the other guys and, you know, with some of the other promotions, you know, Ryan Garcia, th- those kind of guys. You, you, I mean, you you feel you need an explosive performance. Uh, I was, uh, you know, interviewing Miguel Flores uh, just uh, a, f- a few minutes ago. And, uh, you know, Sunday night, nothing else going on, you know, pretty much in the sports world. Football hasn't started. All, all the, a lot of the sports worlds we focus on uh, Ruiz and Ortiz and all that comes with it. And that includes Jose Valenzuela. You feel you need an explosive performance to, you know, maybe the Monday and t- Tuesday morning uh, water cooler talk to me about you. Yeah, definitely. You know, an expe- another spectacular knockout would be great. Would be great for my resume, you know, to have the world watching Fox pay-per-view. Um, so that would be perfect. But, you know, uh, Carlos is a tricky fighter. I can't go out there trying to force the knockout because then it's going to be a long night. Um, what do you want to say to the fans in closing before we let you go? We see you Sunday night, September 4th, live Fox pay-per-view, Crypto.com Arena live in L.A. Uh, just to tune in, you know, uh, get, get your popcorn, get your beer ready, and, you know, play, and, and play, uh, pay c- close attention. You know, I'm going to be putting on a great show. There's going to be fireworks. Um, I'm a volume puncher. You know, I come to fight. That's no, that's no secret. So uh, just enjoy the show. Well, one of the exciting young fighters in the business, for sure, Jose Valenzuela. He's going to look to further stamp uh, stamp himself in the middle of the lightweight division as he faces Jezreel Corrales. Jose, thank you for a few minutes of your time. We'll talk to you along the way, and best of luck next Sunday night. Thank you. Thank you. Terrific young fighter, Jose Valenzuela. We'll see him Sunday night live on Fox Sports Pay-Per-View, taking on Jezreel Corrales. Before the pay-per-view gets underway, um, FS1 and Fox will be showing a couple fights. FS1 will have the fight between Raiz Salim, 19-0-12 knockouts, take on Mike Plania, 26-1-13 knockouts, 10-round super bantamweight fight. I spoke to Raiz Salim. Uh, look for that on the Abrams Boxing social media, Abrams Boxing YouTube, Facebook, be all over the place. Also on Fox at 8 p.m. Eastern, uh, unbeaten super welterweight, Joey Spencer, 15-0-10 knockouts, takes on Kevin Salgado, 14-0-1 with nine knockouts. Definitely the biggest step up for Joey Spencer. Also on the off-TV, non-televised card, former IBF heavyweight champion, world Charles Martin takes on former Olympian Devin Vargas. Uh, some news and notes. Uh, the WBA uh, uh, world title bout eliminator in the heavyweight division, uh, Huey Fury and Mike Hunter will take on uh, will take place Saturday, October 29th in Birmingham, England. The winner uh, will be in line to face Daniel Dubois. ESPN will 
be streaming the Joseph Parker Joe Joyce fight September 24th from the AO Arena in Manchester. Also, out of that card will be uh, women's sensation Amanda Serrano taking on Sarah Mafood. The WBA uh, committee um, uh, ordered a bout between cruiserweight champion Arsen Golomanian taking on mandatory challenger Alexei Egorov. Uh, that will uh, take place soon. First bid for the WBA uh, uh, late heavyweight championship between Gilberto Ramirez and the champion Dimitri Bivol happened. Matchroom Boxing will put it on November 5th in uh, the United Am- uh, my bad, in Abu Dhabi. I get that mixed up sometimes. And uh, at the Illhead Arena. Just going fast. Got a lot of stuff to get to in a short amount of time. Uh, the WBA approved a, a joint permit for um, uh, some uh, 126-pound fights. Leo Santa Cruz will take on Ray Vargas. Uh, as well as Lee Wood takes on Mauricio Mar- uh, Lara. Hopefully the winners will meet to uh, unify the WBA uh, featherweight championship. IBF uh, number seven, lightweight Montana Love, will take on Stevie Spark of Australia. That place will take on the, uh, take November 12th on the zone, live at the Quicken Loans Arena in Cleveland. Big arena fight. Uh, undefeated lightweight Keyshawn Davis will now take on Omar Tenada. That will be the eight-round co-feature on September 3rd at the uh, Prudential Center in Newark. That will uh, co-headline Shakur Stevenson take on Robson Conceição. WBC uh, has confirmed that the monster, Nayoa Enoue, and Paul Butler will get on for the undisputed Bantamweight Championship. That fight will take place December 13th in Japan. They are still looking for the venue. Uh, WBO middleweight champion Janabak Alumkalanolai is now the full champion after Dimitris Andre vacated the belt to try to look for greener pastures at 168 pounds. Russell Morrow has been assigned as the referee for the September 17th Canelo Alvarez Gennady Golovkin trilogy fight in Las Vegas. We'll be out in Las Vegas podcasting every day. We'll have great shows every day for everyone. Lots of great guests. We'll talk more about that later, uh, most likely next week. Josh Taylor has uh, given up yet another belt. He gave up the WBC, the WBA, and now the IBF championship. Uh, he will take on uh, – he, he will let – well, not that he's letting Jer- – Jeremiah Ponce and Subriel Matias fight for the vacant uh, belt. That's going to be a terrific fight, by the way, when it does happen. Um, some sad news, a couple um, – uh, deaths in the sport of boxing. Longtime Danish promoter and uh, international boxing Hall of Famer Mogens Pally passed away from cancer at the age of 88 over the weekend. And also former world champion Rigoberto Riasco died in Panama City at the age of 69. Um, his former world champion he was the WBC Super Bantamweight champion. And finally, uh, purse bid Jose Zabeda and uh, Regis Prograce won by. Uh, Upstart promoter Marv Nation Promotions that uh, with a bid of $2.4 million. Uh, that's a, a news item that caught a lot of people by surprise as a Marv Nation, not the biggest promoter in the world, and also Bella Entertainment also won a purse bid to stage the John Pascal-Joshua Buati fight. That, place, that fight will take place later this fall. I'd like to thank everyone for joining us tonight. I want to thank Jose Valenzuela and Miguel Flores for joining us. Great 
pay-per-view card. Looking forward to it on Sunday. Andy Ruiz taking on Luis Ortiz. We'll be back next week uh, previewing and reviewing. Get some great guests already lined up. Thanks for joining us. I'm Mark Ames. We'll see you next week at the Fights.